0: Brad Davidson, a very good morning. How are you? Yeah, morning, Garrett, morning everyone. Uh, now we obviously had the awful news from the Wallet well the Wallet camp from very elegant and that news yesterday. They also had some other bad news in regards to their Melbourne Cup runner up Solcombe, unfortunately out of the autumn, Davo.
1: Yeah, disappointing news, guys. Unfortunately, yeah, a leg injury there means he's out of the autumn carnival, so you know, we know how impressive he was in the Melbourne Cup after missing the start. He's obviously got that bad habit of, of missing the jump, but um, you know, the way he finished off in that race and, and what he did all preparation um, just showed how, how good a stayer he is. But unfortunately he will uh, miss the autumn, hopefully all okay for another tilt at the Melbourne Cup later this year. But uh, look, generally I suppose those horses do have lighter autumns as it is, Um, as spring is generally their, their big sort of target. So um, definitely not ideal news, but hopefully he can rest up and we can see him back in for another uh, tilt at the cover in
2: the spring. Uh, barrier draw for the Blue Diamond happened yesterday, Davo. Uh, tell me, winners and losers out of it?
1: Pretty much all winners, Loz. Yeah, all the main chances drew well. Uh, Coleman in barrier seven, Lady of Camelot in four, and Anisa um, in five, who I thought was a bit of the forgive run in the, in the lead-up against Coleman. Um, they just went right back from the the wide draw there and, and she hit the line pretty well. Obviously Colman was too good but um, she's going to be able to position up a lot closer on grand final day there on Saturday and get her chance to, to turn the tables but look, the, the word out of the Common camp is he's absolutely flying. Apparently his work's been um, super and and they're very, very bullish about his chances. I, I still wouldn't be riding off Lady of Camelot though. Look, she went within I think it was .03 seconds of breaking the Rose Hill track record and her win uh, at Rose Hill there at 1100 last start was was simply breathtaking. Um, the way she she led and then looked to be under pressure probably at 350 and then as soon as uh, she was shown the persuader she just uh, burnt away and, and mm. put three lengths on them very quickly. So uh, she ran super time and uh, I think she's got to be it's a wicked chance there for the all-conquering Waterhouse Waterhouse and bo- yeah there in the Blue Diamond. Do you,
2: you know how they always say, well um, oh, a lot of people don't back Melbourne h- horses when they come to. Sydney for the first time. Does it same sort of theory apply with Sydney horses going to Melbourne?
1: There's always a, always a query, I suppose, in terms of them handling that way of going, but it doesn't seem to be the same sort of query, does it? A lot of, a lot of people actually see it as a positive. Um, I think a lot of people see Sydney racing as maybe slightly above ability-wise than, than Melbourne racing these days. Whether that's right or not, I'm not sure, but a lot of form analysts view it that way. So they actually see... Sydney horses going to Melbourne as a, as a positive. Um, but, look, I'm sure the Waterhouse and Bot Yard would have would have given her plenty of education that way of going to get her, her ready for Saturday. And, look, they've got the, the luxury, don't they, of, of splitting up all their two-year-olds because, you know, some of them will be going towards the slipper and obviously some towards the, the Blue Diamond. So looking forward to seeing how that plays out on Saturday.
0: Yeah, great to see Hippo Adam Hieronymus book for the ride there on Lady of Camelot as well. Uh, for the Blue Diamond on Saturday. Now, we're back at Rose Hill. We've got the Tab Silver Slipper uh, there amongst a uh, good card in prospect on Saturday as well, dave at Rose Hill. Yeah,
1: yeah, it should be nice and fresh, guys. Obviously, haven't raced at Rose Hill for a few weeks now. We ran, we're taking the brunt of the racing uh, lately. So, back there for the, the Tab Silver Slipper, as you said, the Millie Fox and a few other feature races. So, Espionage likely to to see that horse back. We haven't seen him since winning the, the Breeders' Plate. Of course, he beat Straight Charge there, who's won impressively since. So, uh, looks a, a good form race at, at first uh, glance and has trial well leading in. So, he gets his chance to to put his case forward. And, um, you know, at this stage, I, I still think Chief is going to be awfully hard to beat. Uh, the way things are... The tracking that trial last week was simply superb. So... Uh, At the moment, he's awfully hard to beat, but Espionage gets the chance to to put his name up in lights this weekend.
2: you got anything at Hawkesbury today?
1: Yeah, look, it's a a tricky meeting on the Heavy Nine track. Um, Unfortunately, a bit of a deduction this morning means we've got to take pretty short odds about Santasia, but I thought he was clearly the best on the program. He was beaten by Asiyaka last time out, but they ran really good time. The third horse has come out and won, and... The main danger today is first up on a heavy track where he's in the middle of his preparation. He's on his home track, and I think he does look right. the, the best of the day there, unfortunately, at the short odds, though.
2: Uh, Foxy's running around on Saturday, Dover. Can you do a bit of form on it? <laughs> and the, I will the other horses made in that race, and give me your opinion on Friday.
1: I will do, Loz, and good luck. Looking forward to that. So I'll, uh, we'll have a chat on uh, Friday about that. Beautiful. Thank you, Brad. Have a good day. Thanks, guys. You too.